Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. We are live. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. I do realize my headset is inside the, those other headphones. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So, um, <laughs> oh, I'm getting loud right here, right? All right. So we are going to get started here. And uh, we got, there we go. We, we're getting started here. And uh, today we're going to, uh, today we're doing the, um, of course, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Oh, it's kind of hot up in here. We're going to put a whole armor of God, and then we're also going to talk about Jesus and um, our authority. We call it, I call it being sober, be sober. Um, uh, I had a different name for it, but that's, that's probably the right one. Yes, we're going to go with that anyway. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to be like not sober and unsure of myself because it means to be stable, but I mean, not but, I mean, and we're going to keep going forward. And so, um, every morning, I want you to say, good morning, Lord. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Jehovah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. For thou art worthy to be praised. And just say, say praise. Hey, Lord, I thank you for waking me up today. I thank you, Lord God, for my life. I'm going to have a great day today. Amen. <laughs> we ready. Let's put on the whole armor of God. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Amen, amen. I want you to sing praises unto the Lord when you wake up in the morning. Just say, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is what saved the soul of man when he got up on the cross because his blood is the only blood that was born without sin. So when we plead the blood, oof, we plead in the pureness and the purity of heaven over us. We plead in the power of God. Woo! Good God Almighty. It's like everywhere you step, the blood is already, the carpet of blood is already there. The blood of Jesus. That's the power. Now, you ain't going to really be, you know, like blood on the ground. But what you're going to see, if you see in the spirit, you'll see a pathway that leads straight to Jesus. In the spirit, you, you, you'll see the blood. You'll see Jesus. Right now, the blood is on the altar in heaven. So we plead the blood. So when we go before God, we say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I repent of my sins and I come to you through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. So that when God, the Father, looks at us, he don't see us as a sinful person. He sees us as his son. So he sees the blood of Jesus on us. Amen. In the spirit. Now, don't go around pouring blood on yourself. Don't do that. Just plead the blood over you, over you and your family. I plead the blood of Jesus over us. Amen. The salvation of God. For those people that ain't saved, Lord God, I want them saved. Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for their salvation. Don't let them leave this earth without you, Father. You say, with long life will I satisfy you. And I thank you, Lord God, for the uh, blessed lives of my family and friends. And you can name them up if you want to. Or if you got them in groups, then, you know, talk, talk to them by groups. By groups. You might have a lot of family, a lot of friends, you know. All right, so, um, whoo, 
I just wanted to plead the blood. Amen. I go with me to Luke 24:45. Luke 24:45. Get everything rolling up in. We got everything rolling up in here. And for you folks that know me, uh, don't be calling while I am working. For you folks that know me, don't be calling while I'm working. That really upsets me. I can't stand it. You getting on my nerves like that. I love you, but in the name of Jesus, you're being disobedient. So I'm going to ask you to stop doing that. Uh, it looks like this camera is still rolling, but it looks like I'm frozen. So when y'all do that, it actually freezes the camera. If I have to start all over, I'm going to be upset. But that's all right. We're going to keep on rolling. So hopefully this thing, will, it'll go ahead and buffer out. Let me see here. What the camera is still rolling? Y'all, y'all about to tell me whether or not? Cause I can't, I can't tell. I can't tell that it's rolling. Okay. Yeah, I can't. All right. So, y'all, let me know in the comments what's what's going on. Cause we gonna. I mean, if we gotta go two hours, then we gonna go two hours. Cause I got time. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, buddy. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. The blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. The blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. The blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. Who? I got my Bible. I got the word on the inside of me Cause my everything is frozen So I'm gonna sing Cause the camera's still rolling I plead the blood of Jesus You probably can't hear me But having trouble seeing me That's okay Just plead the blood it's the blood of Jesus that sets us free. It's the blood of Jesus that sets us free. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood of Jesus. All right, some of y'all, okay, for you guys to tune in, I'm going to have to go out and come back in because the devil trying to mess with us, but that's okay. We're going to keep going. Woo! <laughs> we rebuke the devil. Oh, yes, we do. We rebuke the enemy. Oh, yes, we do. Go on over to anchor.fm and y'all can still hear me. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. 
until the video comes back from Mob Crush and the YouTube channels, all right? So keep, y'all just stay with me. Stay with me. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood of Jesus. Great and mighty God, awesome God you are, mighty, mighty God. I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I
plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. 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 I plead the blood of Jesus. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Today we were going to talk about being sober in Christ Jesus. Because in 1 Peter 5 and 8, it talks about how the enemy goes forth to devour you. Um, to fiercely devour you like a lion. And so I wanted you to know that what that really means is fiercely, when, when, when you talk about the word fiercely, it means to be like, like ravenous, like, like, and it says, it says it does, he does it, he does it hungry. He does it hungry. And it says here, um, 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 Having, woo, here we go. Hold on, here we go. Woo, I'm in, um, I'm reading from LuxyCole.com. I know you can't see me, but that's right, you can hear me. It says, having or displaying intense or ferocious aggressions, aggressiveness. Ferociously aggressive, ferociously aggressive, like a dog to a bone, ferociously aggressive. He will tear you apart. Oh, ferociously aggressive. And then the word fiercely is in a savagely violent or aggressive manner. Oh my goodness. Savage and aggressive, right? That's what those words mean. That's what they mean. That's what that that's what they mean. And the word devour means mm, woo. It says um 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 Hungrily, to eat hungrily or quickly, to eat hungrily or quickly, eagerly, quickly. Now, the, see, you are made up, let me read, let me, let me read first Peter. Hold on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, you are made up of the word of God. You are, the living word of God is you in the manifestation of the very breath and the power of God. Remember, he made the earth and everything in it. He formed man from the dust of the earth. The earth yields fruit. The earth was was designed to yield, to give. You are blessed to be a blessing. The earth yields. The earth is a producer you are a producer in the kingdom of God. The earth yields like heaven yields. The earth is powerful and it yields like heaven yields. You, my dear, my sons and daughters, ladies and gentlemen, you are made of the earth. Something that has the power of God in it. You're made of the earth. When God in Genesis, when God breathed into the nostrils of man, man became a living soul. Man became a producer. 
when and when when Cain had sinned and and God said never never again this is in Genesis four and twelve he said never again will will this earth yield its strength to you this earth will never yield its strength to you this earth will never produce for you this earth will never give you power because he took of the earth he took life he took a living soul made of the earth which returned back to the earth but that soul was the breath of God. Good God Almighty. Woo. Yeah, flame in my throat. Pardon me. Oh, good God Almighty. Woo. Okay. Good God Almighty. You are a living soul and you are meant to speak. You're a living soul and you're meant to speak. You are made of the earth and God breathed, breathed into you. He made you a producer, which means you're not only to have babies, to birth babies, but you're also to speak life. That means, see, before, this is what I truly believe. Before, um, Adam and Eve sin, they had the ability to create as God created. See, Adam had already knew, God told him, I want you to produce. When he said to name every animal, name everything in the garden, he told Adam, name everything in the garden. That means Adam, produce. That means to call forth dig deep in you and call this thing what I have named it to be. God already knew the names of, the, of every tree and every plant, every bug and every animal. God already knew the names. God knew the names. God knew the name of everything. But in order for Adam to name everything in the garden, he has to hear from God. Now, our hear, how we hear, we normally think of our ears. But oh no. It wasn't just the ears that he had to hear from. He had to hear from the spirit of the living God inside of his belly. And, and he had to hear in his soul, which is his mind, will, emotions, imagination, and consciousness. Because when we name a thing, we create a direct attachment to that thing. It's like naming your baby. When you name that baby, you create a bond to that child saying, that one is mine, that is made in my image, that is made in my likeness, I am going to care for it. When Adam named, and it also means to have dominion over, when Adam named those things, he declared, I will have dominion over you, I will take care of you, I will make sure that you have more than enough, that you are blessed. When God named Adam, he said, I have dominion over you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for everything that you need. He provided the entire all of Eden for him. All he had to do was name everything and don't touch these particular things that he told him not to touch. Why? Because too much would have been opened up to him at that time and he'd have been, he'd have been, he would have had to have been burned in a lake of fire. All of humanity would have burned in the lake of fire with him. What was on the inside of Adam? The entire earth. 
The entire earth was on the inside of Adam. Where was it? In his spirit, in his belly, to be spoken from his mouth. Adam had the ability to make man just like God did. Y'all like, Kathy, what are you talking about? Do you think Eve birthed the entire world? No, she didn't. Adam and Eve began to speak. Adam was speaking. The man was speaking. Sex is for pleasure. Building and replenishing the earth is a spoken word. Replenishing the earth is a spoken word, which is why you have the ability. When somebody dies, you have the ability to call them back to their body. You are, when you call them back to your, their body, you are doing what Adam did. You are doing what Jesus did, which is why Jesus could call Lazarus back to his body. That's why he could call him back, because the first Adam could. The first Adam could make another him by simply speaking it. That's the power that the devil wants. That's why he's trying to devour you ferociously and hungrily. Because if he can get you to turn from God, because God loves you so much for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life, right? Should not perish means should not disobey. When you disobey God, what does he do? He pursues you. He pursues you so that you don't go to hell. So if he's pursuing you, who's on the throne? Who's on the throne? If he's pursuing you to every place you go. Now we know God is on the throne and God is omnipresent. But what I'm saying is God said, I'll leave the, I'll leave the 99 and go for the one. And so if God is pursuing you to the point where he will leave the throne to come and get you wherever you are, which means that if he loves you so much, is he willing to submit to the enemy just to get you back? Is he willing to go into the enemy's camp and allow the enemy to punish him to get you back? He already did it through his son. He already did it. The father punished him and allowed him to be punished. Well, the father punished him, allowed him to go to hell and experience everything that man would experience so man wouldn't have to go through it. That's us. He did that for us. But the enemy is trying to get us and unsuccessfully trying to get the father and the son to agree on lowering their position and on going away. Because he, you listen to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcast. I'm just telling you this. And I know I'm going to read the scriptures. We're going to read the scriptures. But I want to get this in your head so you understand. You can go look it up. You can go look it up. The enemy wants you to turn away from God. If all of man turns away from God, what will God do? Who will he have? If all of man in the earth and in heaven turn away from God, what will God do? He will give you over to your sin, right? The enemy and his crazy thinking thinks that man is going to do that, knowing that we know the goodness of God, but that's his plan. That's his plot. If he can get, he figured if he can get all of heaven to turn away from God and go to him, then he'll have the power because then God won't have the authority 
And then he can take it since God ain't in place. He can go ahead and, and go ahead and govern over man. And then he can start creating by the power that is in man. Now here's the problem with that. He can't. You're like, why can't he if he got man? Because the power is a tool. Power is a tool, an instrument. We are instruments to be used by God at his will. How does God control his instruments? How does he turn them on and make a move? It's love. Through sacrifice, through Christ Jesus, it's love. The enemy ain't never sacrificed himself for nothing. He's a creation. And his power to do was lost when he tried to take out the one that made him. It's like going up and slapping your mama in the face. Hold on, what? Oh no. Try and punch your daddy. Eli, oh, oh, oh no. Same thing. God was like, uh-uh. Did you? I grew up where if you even raise your voice or raise your hand to your parents, it's like, uh, you ate. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to like that? It's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. It's mom, dad. You don't call me by my name. You don't raise your hand at me. And so you 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 train kids up by you treating them the way you want to be treated. And you tell you teach them how to address people. And so I got it all in. Now we're gonna read, we're gonna read about what when I wonder what I, what I want what I was teaching you. So the, the gist of what I'm trying to say is you must be obedient. You must be a sober mind. Have no fear. Don't give in to fear or temptation or lust or anything. Because the enemy is trying to take you away from the Father. And he's going to lie to you and tell you, oh, we're going to rule the world. He's going to tell you, oh, yeah, you know, Satan is coming back. Satan going to rule the world. It's the enemy of Jehovah God, the enemy of Jesus. Now, that's the only correct thing that's being said is the enemy of Jesus. Remember, any, anything that is the enemy of the Most High God is your enemy. And so he's going around telling these tens of millions of people that are following him, but God got billions. But he's going around telling these tens of millions of people that are following him that he's going to overtake the world. That he's going to be Lord of the earth. You know what the problem with that is? Man is the, is the dominion of the earth. Why would you give up your position to something that is beneath you? You ain't giving up God's kingdom. You giving up your kingdom. You giving up your dominion and your headship. God gave this earth to man, not to the devil. He kicked the devil out. Why are you giving your dominion over to a dead thing? I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. I'm just curious. That's all I am. And so we're going to go over here, we're going to put on the whole armor of God, and then we're going to go through these scriptures real quick. It might run a little bit long, you know, but uh, we just going to do what we got to do, all right? And so, whoo, pardon me. <laughs> got my hair all over the place, but we ain't going to worry about that. Don't worry about what your hair looks like, just keep on going. Obey God always. I do apologize for you other two folks, other two or three people or whatever, other folks that uh, didn't get a chance to stay on, but hey, it is what it is. And so whether I'm preaching to zero or preaching to one or a million or whatever, I'm going to keep going. All right? 
gonna keep going. You keep going. My name is Kathy Brox. You listen to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Glory to God. God loves you. Uh, Luke 24:45. Luke 24:45 says, "Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures." Amen. Uh, Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 through 17 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. 18 and 19 for Ephesians chapter 6. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and of all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Go me to Numbers chapter 6. Verse 24 through 27, it says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. I Am I going too fast? Y'all, y'all got to say something. Because I don't, I don't be knowing, you know. I'm just going through it real quick because we got to get to the to the lesson. Get to the scriptures, basically. Um... All right, it says, uh, Psalm on Psalms 91, Psalms 91, Psalms 91. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the... For the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall keep his angels charge over thee. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation." Uh, Isaiah 54, 13 through 17 says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt, thou shalt be far from oppression. 
for thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall by thy shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Woo! That's the whole armor of God. You listen to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. You have endued, you have been endued with power. That means infused. In you is power. In you is power. Glory to God. You being a man made in the image of the Most High God and with a soul, you must be complete. You cannot be a hybrid. You cannot be a hybrid. A hybrid is um, an angel and a human. Usually it's a demonic angel. Those are the only ones that try and copulate with people. And so, um, in order to have access to God's power, you must be in his image. You must be whole in his image and you must be redeemed. So you need a body, which you, for, you need a spirit housed in a soul, housed in a body. Because that get, and then once you get that, once you're born, then you need to be saved by the blood of Jesus. And then, bam, the doors open to the power of God. Some of y'all are like, well, Kathy, how come this and how come that? Well, go ask Jesus. Amen. Because a hybrid cannot stand before Jesus. It can't. God sees exactly what it is. He goes, oh, you are rebuked. And it goes back to his natural form, back to the pit of hell. That's why all them demons in the Bible is telling Jesus, no, Jesus, no, Jesus, send us into the pigs. Because they knew Jesus was not playing. He was sober, completely, completely sober. He's like, look, y'all, y'all can't stay here. Uh-uh. You are in violation. You don't belong in this earth. And so um, they don't have permission to be here. So if you see a demon walk around looking like a human being, some of them look like patch, patch quilts, those little patch quilts, like white here, black here, white here, black here, whatever. Those are demons. Those are spirits. And they're looking for a body to house. And they're looking, they're looking for man to give over their soul, their spirit, so that they can live here. Isn't that crazy? Let me tell them, man, let's trade, let's trade spaces. You go to hell, you, you become a spirit, and then I'll take over your body and live your life. That is not a good deal. That ain't a good deal, just so y'all know. Don't give up your soul to anybody. Don't sell your soul. Don't give, up your, don't give your mind over to nothing. Because you are perfect as you are. You are beautiful as you are. And God has a blessing for you. So don't, don't ever let yourself get depressed where you feel like you can't be or you can't achieve nothing. Depression is a spirit from the enemy. I know some people on medication for it. But keep on pleading the blood. Even if you're taking that medication, I plead the blood of Jesus. I am healed. I'm, I'm getting my mind back. 
Alright? So say you say, I'm a sound mind and sound body. Say it. Amen. I told you that God will get you off them pills. And he'll make it so that the doctor be like, you know what? You are in your right mind. We got to get you off of this. And they'll slowly wean you up off of them pills so it don't destroy your system. All right. So we're in 1 Peter 5 and 8. It says, be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Told you. That's King James Version. That's King James. Now, I done told you. I already told you the whole premise and everything. Everything I want you to understand just in case. Game, you want to go ahead and try and knock, knock this feed off again. Hallelujah. But we're going to say no to that. To God be the glory. Amen. Because we pleading the blood of Jesus. All right. So the Amplified Version says in 1 Peter 5 and 8, it says, Hold on a second. I need a little bit of light here. I might. Uh-oh. Oh. Lord, this thing is straight tripping. Hold on a second. Don't want to lose my tent. All right. Okay. So it says uh, in First, First Peter five and eight, Amplified Version it says, "Be sober, well balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious." At all times, the enemy of you, that enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. And so, how does it? How does it? How does the enemy devour you? Some of y'all may, yeah, you hear in the Bible, you read the Bible, where it talks about uh, part of the torment is a gnashing of teeth. You'll feel something that that's the part of the torment in hell. It's in hell. And it's, it's, it's fear. It's a spirit of fear. It's a spirit of terror. Um, and so, um, but here in the earth, the enemy will also get you to try, try and get you to fear. And, it's a, and fear is meant to make you submit. It's like when people beat a dog. They want them to submit. Don't beat your dogs. You can just talk to them. Just because you already got dominion. Just talk to them. Um, and so anyway, um, the enemy is trying to get you to submit. But remember, God said, I have not given you a spirit of fear, meaning terror, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So God said, be sober. You got the power. You got dominion. You are made in my image. You are a man, both male and female. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And so, uh, God wants us to act like him and to be like him, not giving in and being a sober mind. And, and a sober mind is a sound mind. That means I know who I am. I know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord over me. So to have a sober mind is to have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, to be repentant of your sins and have your soul saved, which is your mind, will, emotions, imagination, and conscience. That's a sober mind. And so, and, and a sober mind is also when you don't become a drunkard. And so what does a drunkard do? Because alcohol is considered a spirit. What does it do? It, it, it uh, lulls, dulls, lull and dull, about the same thing. It, it makes you weak. It, re, it reduces, it relaxes the muscles and makes you weak and makes you susceptible 
to other behaviors and activity. And sometimes it gets you completely dysfunctional. So the enemy comes at you, you can't say no. And so alcohol and alcoholism is a is a spirit is a practicing spirit of being less than what you have been created. You've been created to be of a sound mind and a sound body. And alcohol tends to derail uh, the liver and makes it so it does not function. You need your liver to kick the waste out of your body. So the waste ain't being kicked out of your body. Then that waste is swimming around in your body and it's polluting you. It's polluting you. And so you don't want, you don't want no waste polluting your body. Sin is waste polluting your soul. Sin is waste polluting your soul. You don't want that stuff. You don't want it. You're like, well, you know, sin feels good. Mm. Now, see, that's another thing. Sin don't feel good. It's hijacking the blessing that God gave you. God gave you pleasure sensors in your body already. He gave them to you already. Laughter is a pleasure. Smiling is a pleasure. Seeing is a right and a pleasure. Because your eyes are the windows to your soul. Hearing and hearing heightens your pleasures. Because how you going to hear a good joke? You need to hear a good joke, right? <laughs> and so God has blessed you with all the pleasure that you need. The enemy is hijacking you, making you think that, oh, you ain't going to feel good unless you doing something illegal, unless you doing something to, to hurt somebody else or to hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt people. Don't hurt yourself. Don't commit no crimes. You don't need to do that to get no pleasure. That's a lie. God made you blessed so that you'll experience endorphins already by doing things that are lovely and just for you and for your family. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, you know, what if I have to defend myself? What if you use the word of God to defend you and your family? Remember, the word is your shield and your buckle. That's in Ephesians chapter 6. The word is your shield and your buckle. You're like, well, what if, you know, if it comes to that point where we come to fisticuffs? Okay, well, defend yourself. But at the same time, after you whoop their butt, then offer them salvation. Pray for them that they be healed and go their way. Offer them salvation. All right? <laughs> but you can't, you can't leave a man without salvation. You got to somehow make sure they get salvation. If it ain't through you, it's going to have to be through a priest or something. Something. And so, um... Being of sober mind is being focused and, a, and alert at all times. It's being a, and being aware of your surroundings at all times. And so if you're drunk, it's kind of hard to focus on what, you know, what's around you because you're drunk. And you get hallucinations when you're drunk. Which means you start to enter into a spirit world. So you have the earth, which is flesh and spirit. And then you have the kingdom of heaven, which is spiritual. And then you have the second heaven, which is hell. Some people call it purgatory. And then you have the bottom, the pit, the darkness. This is also hell. So the second heaven is trying to imitate God's heaven. And then you have the pit of hell. And so, um, you don't want to go to the second and you don't want to go to the pit. All that's hell. It's hell. Some people get deceived in thinking that if they go to the second heaven, they made it, they're not in hell. That is still hell. Anything outside of Jehovah God, Jesus, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, 
is hell. If God didn't make it for man to dwell there, you don't need to be there. You don't need to be there. And so, um, uh, for like I said, in First Peter uh, at 5 and 8, it talks about how the enemy is coming to devour you. And remember, God is not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so I, I really, I really want you to understand that, that you're not to fear no matter what you see, no matter what is going on. You can see, uh, you can see any number of things that come at you and it looks all weird and strange and cause your learned instinct will start to fear and you'll start to shake. Uh-uh. No, don't do that. Say, Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus. The Lord rebuke thee. Remember when you resist the enemy, he'll flee from you. If the enemy is coming at you and trying to come into your apartment and put cats in your apartment or things that look like cats or the demon spirits, you have the right to rebuke that. You have the right to say no. Demons actually walk around apartment complexes knocking on doors to see who will open the door. I kid you not. I saw one did not even have a face. I saw a dude did not have a face. I was like, what the freak? I saw it. I was like, the freak. And I asked my neighbor, I said, yo, uh, you, that was some, I was like, she's like, yeah, it was weird. He, uh, sounded like a man, but don't think it was a man. <laughs> I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Crazy, right? So she's like, yeah, it's, his face looked kind of dark. And I'm like, yeah, it was dark, all right. Dark as hell is what it was. No matter what you, because we're in, we're in a season right now where the Lord is about to come back for his church. Nobody knows the time nor the place. We don't know what day is going to be. We don't know the hour. We don't know. But you got to be ready. That means you got to be saved. <clears throat> worship God, pray, talk to God, ask God what's going on. What should you be doing? You should be telling people your testimony and getting people saved. That's what you should be doing. Should you have a career? Go ahead. Start a career. Learn some things. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. You like to paint? Paint. You like to draw? Draw. You like to do computers? Do computers. You like to race cars? Race cars. But use that car racing and that movie making and that doctoring to present the gospel. Become a doctor. Present the gospel. Become a lawyer. Present the gospel. Tell people how you got saved. You always find an opportunity because of the way you act. The way you conduct yourself makes people go, oh, you know what? You're interested. How come you always in perfect peace? You can tell them, hey, that's Jesus. Come church. Is that easy? Come church. God loves you. He wants the absolute best for you. 100%. God loves you and he wants the best for you. Now I know I went about this study, this teaching a little bit differently because of what was happening. And I didn't get to everything, but we can probably get to it now. I'm going to give you the scriptures and I want you to go look it up. And so John 3, 16, it's John 3, 16, Mark 12, 29 through 31, John 13, 34 
through 36 and 1 Corinthians chapter 13. These are stuff, these are things that I say to you all the time. Love your love yourself. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your brothers and sisters in Christ as Jesus loves the church. Remember, the strength of the Lord is your strength. You get your strength from the Lord. I already told you that part. But power, the enemy wants your power because he ain't got none. You're like, well, God says, you know, he has a lot of, he has a power of men, men that have submitted to him. It's like, it's, it's as though he's trying to construct his own God through the power of these men. That's what it, to me, that's what it looked like. It looks like he's trying to construct his own God through the, like a patchwork, patchwork quilt of men that worship him. But 10, 10 million men or 10,000 men or 10 million men is not enough. Not even 10 billion is not enough. Why? Because that's like a foot of God. Not actually, it's probably like a toe. It's not enough. But here's the problem. All those men, both male and female, are in hell and they will burn in a lake of fire because they chose to worship the wrong thing. They chose to worship something that is beneath them. You are made in the image of the Most High God. And you have the right to be saved. You have the right to be blessed. You have the right to be healthy. You have the right to be whole. You have the right for your family to be blessed. You have the right to live in peace. And it starts with what you say. It starts with what, how you conduct yourself. What you do. You are a speaking spirit. And whether it, you, life and death is in the power of your tongue. I don't care if you got a heart condition, if you got a kidney, if you got a whatever. Speak to your body and tell it, be whole. Be made whole. Receive your healing. Talk to your body. Tell your mind, I am of sound mind and sound body. Jesus said so. And I believe it. I am of sound mind and sound body. You have a right to be whole. You have a right to be whole. You have a right to be whole. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Now is the time to say yes to God. Remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer after me. Wait. Let me read that over again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. 
Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and a salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. What do you do now that you are saved? Take authority over your life. Take it, speak to any sickness in your body, in your community, in your family, and tell it to leave and tell them or you to be made whole. Tell your body part to be made whole. Amen. Glory to God. Tell your body to be made whole. Tell your finances to be made whole. Take the 10-week foundations course. Read the Bible. Start off with the book of John. Get yourself into a church. All this is on the website on, under the salvation tab. Uh, get yourself into a Bible-based church. Amen. And command life. Mm. Command life. Command life. Good God Almighty. You have a right to be whole. You have a right to be whole. You got a right. Woo. You got a right to be whole. You have a right to be whole. Amen. I um I wrote this. I'm gonna just read it straight. I wrote something. And uh and this is based off of uh of the Bible in general and off of Matthew 6, 9, and 10 because the enemy is always be careful when you hear when somebody says to you what's wrong with you? what's wrong with you? and so when somebody says what's wrong with you? or should say and they say or they say are you sick? don't say yes I mean okay I should let me correct myself it's okay to go to the doctor and tell the doctor the symptoms that you're having so they can diagnose what it is. Because you need to know the name of that devil so you can rebuke it. Alright? But you at home in your spot and you hear something around you or somebody comes up to you and say, are you sick? Say, all is well. All is well. They say to you, well, what sickness do you have? All is well. I am healed. I believe I am healed. I am healed. You can't be like, Kathy, why are you telling people to say that? They already got the pill. They already know what it is. 
They don't need somebody else chiming in and say, yeah, you got that. Confirming that. Because the devil is trying to get you to confirm sickness. And you are to confirm health in your body. And so the other day, the enemy was saying, well, what's wrong with you? Now, I don't talk to the enemy. But it likes, for some reason, it likes to be around me. I'm like, get out. I don't want you nowhere around me. Go ahead, devil. Used to be one of them that would sit on my porch in Chicago. This dude died in the 50s. Yet, the spirit of this dude is on, her, on my porch looking like he, I mean, straight out of the 50s. Smoking cigarettes in my face. I can see him. You can touch him. I ain't want to touch him, though. No, behold, a few days later, some lady from down the street says, Have you seen my brother? Can you pray? I want my, I'm wondering where my brother at. I'm like, well, I'm praying. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I go, yeah. I look at the picture. I go, uh, he on the back porch. Well, he died. I'm like, he died. I'm like, because God was like, yeah, he, he dead. And I realized the dead man was on my back porch. Or the spirit, the, the demon, the demon that took over his, his image was on my back porch. So that means that dude was in hell. Why was he in hell? Because he lived the life of hell in the earth. He didn't give his life to God. He didn't give his life to God. So he's in hell being tormented. And the enemy is in the earth. Taking his image. Walking around looking like him. Trying to scare as many people as he can. To get as many people as it can. I should say. This demon is trying to get as many people as it, in, as it can to go to hell. He's trying to get them to, to submit to fear to go to hell. There's plenty of them walking around that are doing that. Which is why God tells you. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so the enemy comes up to me and says, well, what's wrong with your stomach? I go, and so you can do this. I enjoy myself doing it. I don't know if uh, this thing is going to last for that, but I started going. <laughs> what's wrong with my stomach? What's your apartment, in your house, on your grounds, at your job, in your head, in your face, 
Enemy ain't got the right to stand next to you, ain't got the right to talk to you. Remember, Jesus said, the Lord rebuked thee, Satan. So if Jesus rebuked the devil, then so can you. Have no fear. You don't owe the devil nothing. Not a thing. You're like, well, what if I sold my soul? All you do is repent. 